Worldwide Always On. Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to Garrulous One on Apple Music, worldwide, 24-7, ready to go, anytime, in your app. I'm not English. How's it going? Pretty good, actually. <laughs> Pretty good. That was a good one. I, I could try to imitate accents, but then I just laugh at myself because I can't do any accents to save my life. I mean, do you think I can? You just heard that. Pretty good, compared to what I... I mean, I'm just being nice. Okay. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do yours, let me hear it. And I literally can't, I know. I refuse. Oh, okay, well, you know. That's how this works, that's how podcast works. Yes, Please. and... Kyle, you know how improv works. Yes, and... <laughs> and... No? no, you don't know that rule of improv? I don't. <laughs> okay, so the the way that this works is you say um <coughs> you don't say cough but uh, <laughs> okay you're listening i'm glad but that's not what i was gonna say um the way the improv works is you uh <coughs> oh my god this is the worst time in cough ever <laughs> cough button um but okay improv yes and how this works is um when you're doing a scene with a partner you don't disagree with them because if you do and you want to take it in like your own direction, then it becomes awkward. If um, uh, you say, well, you're my brother, right? And you say, no, you're my uncle. Like the scene just gets awkward and no one knows what's going on. So uh, your next line should always be yes and something else. So, for example, um, you're hanging that sounds out. like that. That sounds like that circle game where you like like repeat phrases and then you have to like keep on going and memorizing it. Kind yeah, like yeah, that's says. why, uh, that's, like, part of, uh, the theater games. Hmm, makes sense. You ever play theater games? Um, theater games that I played involved belting and singing to, like, Madonna or, um, nefarious things in the dressing room with very, very loud pop music. <laughs> uh, we played one called Hotspot where we were given a theme, um, and we had to sing a song about that theme, and anybody else on stage with you can jump in based on a word that you say and sing a song with that word in it. So I it played that like, game at a wedding once. I love that. <laughs> I love it so much. How have you been? We haven't talked in a while. I've been pretty good. Yeah, we've been we've been having our fun with schedules lately, as we we've known, and we suddenly schedule late at night when people are. Not in their brightest, con- I mean, not brightest conditions, like not in their <laughs> highest of state of mind, per se. Um, and as we both have in town right now, we both have family in town, too. So we're scheduling around that and roommates uh, and stuff. But... I'm the opposite. I am in my family's town. They are not in my town. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, am, so... uh, I schlepped my microphone with me so that I can do all the podcasts I'm going to be doing this week from New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You had some big podcast news, too. While we're, while we're like kind of recapping here. You had a few podcasts um, that you kind of were on. Tell yeah, me about those. I, um, I did a whole bunch of TV podcasts for the incomparable T-E-E-V-E-E, where we recap things as soon as they air. So um, I did Game of Thrones with Jason Snell and Monty Ashley. And now I'm doing True Detective Season 2, hashtag True Detective Season 2, uh, with <laughs> Philip Mozilak, who is wonderful to work with. And is, uh, we, we have a lot of fun doing these. The, uh, the second episode went up last night. Uh, as we record this and as you hear this hopefully if you listen the day we put it up but yeah uh things are going really well for me in the podcast world that's awesome actually i I just i just remember getting a text from you like you will not believe what podcast i'm on or all these tweets where you're just kind of on a lot of pretty cool podcasts meanwhile i'm over here getting retweets out of nowhere for a staircase (laughs) 
Yeah, so that's, why that's don't my you extent tell us about of fame. That because that's been my favorite story of yours in the past few months. Yeah, so basically, I I I haven't really publicly said what school I go to. I just kind of keep it down low, just because I don't feel like. I mean, if you want to find out what school I go to, sure. I'm literally you can Google me, and my profile at my school will come up because they have like profiles for um, certain departments. Is it LinkedIn? And no, it's it's actually on the website. Like is it's it on Facebook? the school website. Is it linked book face in? That that is that my school, or is that the no? no. Is that the social network that you use? No, they have a directory like on the website oh. of my school. And oh, that's so really my... cool. Is it like the yellow pages? <laughs> Somewhat. It, but or for, like, there's no every... pages. It's just the yellow. There, it's more of a beige. But um, back to back to the topic. Um, yeah, they're beige pages. We like organic. I don't know. Um, so like two months ago, I just thought like, oh, this is well, like a month and a half ago actually. I go to my school gym and they have like these brand new like things that are still being painted, and I just like, okay, that's actually pretty neat. Let's put that on Twitter. And so it's like there's these three lanes and it's more of like an art thing rather than an actual functional thing as many people will observe, like the 50 people that have replied to me and said, how do people get down the stairs? But um, <laughs> that's what my mom said when I showed it to her. <laughs> seriously, like you, you could just scroll through and just like five different people, like in just so many people will say that. And I just ignore them because I'm just like, I don't I'm not going to reply to all of these. But um, it's a it's a three lane um, stairwell that says walk text and run i think it's in the other order but basically i tweeted that like two months ago right and i get like 40 retweets and then mm-hmm. it just kind of dies down and then suddenly um i believe it was a a huster a huster i forget his name on twitter but someone pointed out to me that huffington post suddenly picked it up like a week and a half ago oh my god um like just not my tweet but like i just saw that it, the the staircase itself had made it into a news article and so i like kind of slyly pointed out i'm like hey huffington post i tweeted this like a month and a half ago neener neener haha and then one of my followers who has a ton of followers um at alex who works at TechCrunch, um he retweeted it and then from there it's just kind of suddenly just blew up and within like the six hours that he retweeted it, it had a thousand retweets and then it was going like international and then finally died down after like four days at 4,000 retweets. Oh my god, I knew it got like a F ton of retweets, but I didn't know it was on the Huffington Post. Congratulations. No, it, it made it like after, I mean, again, my tweet made it on Daily Dot and like um, Huffington, not Huffington Post, some other thing, and then my actual school newspaper. But the staircase itself made it to Associated Press, it made it on um, HuffPo, it made it on, um, just trying to think of all these other ba- big kind of news conglomerate sites but it made it onto a whole bunch of websites and so it's just like kind of gave my school a bunch of publicity which is funny <laughs> welcome I, back to twitter talk with brian hamilton i'm here with my guest internationally re- renowned kyle seth gray for his wonderful retweet of a staircase kyle how has this yeah. fame affected your day-to-day life um it's the number one reason why i never have notifications on on twitter <laughs> that's <laughs> so about that's about it so you've reached that point where you don't have notifications on well i mean I, if if i do i'll just suddenly i mean i haven't had them on just because i try to focus and i'm actually not having twitter on my phone right now just to kind of do it i do it when i'm on the computer or whatever but that's okay, just CGP, right? yeah <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i do have safari that's, okay. Okay. So you're not that level of grayness. I don't. De- I don't see a point of just dis- dis- disabling a web browser on a phone because that's kind of the point of my data. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's just like I know a guy on Twitter, um, Michael Steber from Nine to Five Mac, who did this emoji history lesson like way back when, and it got like it 
got picked up and everything and got like 5,000. He still, and that was like way back in September. And he still gets like, re, like he has his notifications on on Tweetbot for whatever godforsaken reason. And <laughs> he'll s- still like every time, once in a while, he'll get a notification that someone retweeted it and someone or someone faved it. And every time that happens, I go and unfave and refave it again just to mess with him. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, there's no, with at least, with at least favorites and ret- retweets as a notification, it's just like, I kind of agree with what other people have said in the past or what other people may think is that I don't need like my little warm fuzzy every time someone presses a button that says they like what I said even then. But also I just don't want to be blown up because I do sometimes, I mean, as anyone, I kind of tweet just to get like funny, I tweet stupid funny things to get people to like it or favorite it or whatever. And I don't need to know every single time that happens. (laughs) And especially during that, because if I did have that on during that day when, like, I think some person, I don't know who the main person is that retweeted it, but basically, like, a bunch of news, like, journalists did. And so it's just, like, retweet, retweet, like, a whole bunch of retweets. My phone would have died within, like, two hours just from <laughs> lighting up from all those, or I would have just got buzzed to death on my Apple Watch, which would just be annoying as heck. Mm. So that's my weird 15 minutes of fame there with making my school go viral, and it'd be, ho- I mean... It, it's just funny. I want to like go to the marketing department and say, "Hey guys, look what I did! <laughs> like, can I get like some reimbursement here? I'm free promoting our school." Um, oh, I don't know. Now, I want to talk to you about the Apple Watch at some point, but um, no. What happened was I uh, I saw this tweet. I was like, "Oh man, this is really cool!" But then it got like four thousand retweets. Like, oh my god, Kyle, you made it. Um, that's really cool. I uh, let me think. On the on the day of the Super Bowl, I feel really bad because this it wasn't my content, but I just posted on Twitter and thought it was funny, and it got a bunch of retweets. But it was um the night of the Super Bowl. It was um as soon as Left Shark became a big meme. Oh thing, no! <laughs> and I posted um it was it was in meme format, which kind of infuriated me, but I thought it was really timely and hilarious. It was um 2015. They were right, and on one side was uh, the 3D shark from Back to the Future Two. Uh-huh. And on the other side was Left Shark, and they look identical. So that got uh, spurned by Monty Ashley. Thank you very much, Monty, if you ever listen to this. Um, he retweeted it, and then someone else of his retweeted it. And then uh, it, I think it settled at 200 re- retweets by the end of the night. Yeah, um, it always just barrels out of control. Like, there's those weird, simple things like that where you just... It's weird because it's almost... It's kind of funny because this is kind of what my degree is focusing on is marketing and hopefully <laughs> digital marketing. And I've literally done no classes on it yet. Oh, that's amazing. But I'm working to get there. But like, it's just a weird like thing and we look at the psychology of it or whatever, but just like where it's a little funny thing that's a slight joke that someone may get or it's something witty about um, a modern thing or it's a reference to nostalgia, like Back to the Future references will always get retweets. I um, And it's just, it's so weird, something like that where it'll just blow up and it'll just keep on going and it does not stop. <laughs> You've seen those freaking, uh, the people that Photoshop the... Uh... Uh, the DeLorean time uh, oh LEDs every day, every single day. I I think I saw the first one of those. So what this is is um, it's in Back to the Future when they have when he has um the DeLorean and it shows like the current date in Back to the Future was 1985 and then it says the date in the future and what people are doing is like they've been doing this before 2015 but even more so in 2015 since that's the actual year. They'll just say, oh, look, it's April 2nd, 2015, and they'll put those numbers in the thing. It's the day he came back, and then the next same, the next day they'll tweet the same exact thing, but with the thing, to, it's April 3rd, 2015. That's the day Marty comes to the future, and r- rinse for pee, and it's just like, do you guys, are you, are you okay? <laughs> like, it's so do you, easy to Photoshop, too. 
It is. And it's just, it's, it's such a strange way of attention. I mean, we all want attention, but it's just like tweeting another, like you can go through their photos and just, I think I saw one account where they literally had it like every day for the past week. And I'm just like, why? Like, I get it. Like, haha, you're tricking all these people that don't realize that they're totally being tricked, but it's just like, are, are retweets that worth it? Like I see, I see something where I get like 50 or something retweets and I'm just like, Okay, that was pretty neat. I mean, sure, yes. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh for a little bit and see how like how many people are picking it up because it's always just like scrolling your timeline a bunch, scrolling your timeline a bunch, and it just jumps. But it's at the same time, it's like I couldn't imagine being like like this. Kind of goes to like a celebrity thing. I I could never imagine just being a celebrity in general, just because regardless of things on Twitter. But if you do do or say anything, it's just like. Like when you go on Instagram and you refresh and some celeb posted something like 10 seconds ago and it already has 1,500 likes. And it's just like, what, what, why? <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, Christina Warren told a story on, uh, I, I forget if it was Rocket or Overtired, but I think it was Rocket. But she was talking about how um, her phone started blowing up one day. Uh, a tweet about Taylor Swift got... Uh, I don't know, a few hundred favorites, a few retweets. It was it was like a lot. And she was wondering mm-hmm. why the heck it was. Because it was a fairly innocuous tweet. It was something like, oh man, I really like Taylor Swift because of this, this, this. And I was like, okay, cool. But she started scrolling through the favorites and she found out that the first person that favorited it was Taylor Swift. <laughs> so her followers comb through her favorites. Too. Oh yeah, there are people, um, there are people that literally will, I mean... I've kind of done it sometimes like um, on other people just to see like what they're favoriting throughout the day. But yeah, these when there's like diehard celebrity fans or just or, you know, your average 13 year old with an iPod touch and Twitter, um, they'll go through and just if they retweet something, if they follow someone, um, they'll just go and retweet them or mention them or something like poor. Um, I think it was Steve Streza. He helped with the shots app, the shots.me. It was like a photo social network thing that Justin Bieber um, assisted in producing emphasis on air quotes or something. Oh. And so Justin Bieber like tweeted a thank you to him. And then he like tweeted a thank you. And then Steve literally got like a thousand followers of people like make Justin Bieber follow me or make him tweet me or make him follow me. And their, fa- their <laughs> names are literally Justin follow me. I love Justin forever. And then I think it was, I can't remember exactly who, but then Justin Bieber like followed someone else on the dev team for that app. And he followed one person, and that one person just kept on getting followers and followers and followers from Justin Bieber's however many million followers, where they just, they want that fame, in a, I guess. It's like, maybe if I follow the person that Justin Bieber followed, he'll do the same weird thing that I'm, do- he's, that I'm doing and check that person's followers, which, you know, Justin Bieber obviously doesn't. And maybe they're just trying to think that maybe they'll get to fame somehow from that. <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, if, tw- if fame was that easy and Twitter is fairly, like, someone can get a whole bunch of followers for something small or someone could, like, say something and it goes viral. It, it, Twitter's weird with that. It, CGP Grey has a video about this. Uh, this video will make you angry, it's called. It's about how things spread on the internet and the psychology uh-huh. behind it and the way that, you know, things mutate and change over time and can become better, even some, like, tiny little innocuous thing can evolve from first hand to second hand, third hand. And it's different in, you know, when you go in and like comb through a celebrity's favorites, but you still get that kind of psychology where someone is making something. How can I take that and make it into something else? Or how can I take that and I don't want to say profit, but like quote unquote profit. How can I become better because of it? 
Well, it's like the people, I mean, I try to refrain from doing this, but like a lot of people browse, like, say, the front page of Reddit. Reg- mm. um, I, I know, the, good, the funny stuff and the videos and like stuff. Um, and they'll go and retweet like the top viral picture or they'll tweet like a cool video. And I try to refrain from doing that, but there are a lot of people I know that literally will just tweet the top meme or something. And then they'll get a lot of retweets from that. And even, and some people like call them out saying, oh, you're trying to steal. But other people are just like, it's just an image on Reddit that they thought was funny. And so it's just a weird like mix of like something viral that you may have made or you may have seen. And it's just like how it's still popular regardless of the network that it's on, which is kind of funny. Well, okay. I want to pivot to Reddit for a second because Reddit, I I used to go on Reddit all the time. I've sank way too many hours into it. And I've started seeing, because I knew there were horrible subreddits on there, the Mm -hmm. Red Pill subreddits. Uh, Let's uh, just not mention. (laughs) Let's not even mention. Okay, yeah. There are horrible subreddits on, uh, on Reddit. And I knew they were there, but... I resigned myself to thinking, eh, it's the internet. There are going to be idiots and stupid people no matter what you do. And since being on Twitter for the past year or so and following, like, the right people, I've seen that, like, it's, you're right, there's going to be horrible people, but that doesn't mean you can't do something about it. So Reddit used to be a place where I would go to find, like, funny videos or things like that, but then a lot of the horrible attitudes I would see leak into the front page. So it would be a fairly mm-hmm. innocuous tweet or something, a tweet or post or something <laughs> funny. And I would go into the comments and just see like, yeah. you just, oh God, there are just, the I mean, you could go to, I mean, yeah, don't ever read the comments. Um, but you, I mean, it's, it's more, um, especially with stuff that Reddit has done recently. And if you go to all or something, but if with any site and as can be seen like especially like you know when potus joined twitter and like the top reply was something totally like explicit and then Mm -hmm. like or like just the people in the recent events around the united states and the world just of things that happen there's always going to be those nasty people that kind of surface up or just like they they want their own kind of fame or they'll just like they'll completely downplay or try to belittle other people simply because of that or it's just like a whole thing of hatred where um, they just don't. They just hate something because it's not like them. No, or certainly. I yeah. uh, I did a paper on this uh, just now, like in the class that ended literally three days ago. I did a paper mm-hmm. for this. Um, it was about the internet and how it perpetuates horrible behavior and things that we thought yeah. went away. Racism's gone, right? Sexism is, is gone, right? No. Yeah. Uh, and how the internet uh, allows them per- to perpetuate. And I talk a lot yeah. about echo chambers and all that stuff. Uh, so I just did a paper on that, but. Now, the internet is a weird place where random stuff thrives and some stuff doesn't. And our weird little circle of Twitter, like, I, I consider you guys a lot of my like, really close friends and we talk mm-hmm. a lot and share a lot of things between each other. We're not famous and that's okay. Like, we're not in here to be, you know, like the next Justin Bieber in terms of followers or anything. I don't like know, that. man. I just hit a thousand followers. I think I'm on my way up. Wait, you did? I've... <laughs> okay. I've been. No, it's been so going. Weird. It's been going up and down. It's like at nine. Like, like a few people will follow me, and then like the spam bots will be cut out again, so it'll go back down below a thousand. But yeah. okay, this is gonna sound really weird. I've been monitoring your followers because I knew you were coming <laughs> really close to thousand. And you're gonna unfollow me, and then no, no, well, no. you're at nine nine six right now as we record. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's just fun. I, I was to just kidding. Like Total little, kidding. I wanted to throw you a uh, Twitter party uh, once you hit a thousand, <laughs> but I guess I missed it. <laughs> It, it'll hit there eventually and then it'll go back down until it just clears it by the whatever margin of error is bots which at least 10 of those followers are bots i have made 
Yeah. Oh, you've made. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> at least five of them, maybe about five or six, and then I know another few bots that I follow that automatically follow back, like mine do. But <laughs> you did whole an amazing job with uh, Matt's eBooks account. That thing could run its own Twitter. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was Ryan that said he like tweeted back to it. It's like, okay, Matt can retire from Twitter now. His bot is like it. It tweeted something <laughs> like announcing new need collection. <laughs> it was just like so. It's uh. Uh, My favorite thing, I, um, I, I did what I always do with your bots and just uh, have long, ridiculous conversations with them that go nowhere. Um, um, he, I, I started talking to him and he mentioned something about licking movies. <laughs> and so I added Joe's uh, ebooks account. Oh, no. And I said, oh, Joe, why did you do this? Uh, and then the next um, automatic tweet from Matt's ebooks was, shut up, Joe, in all caps. <laughs> The worst was, like, I don't want to go too far into bots, but the worst was he just, like, swore at Mike Hurley the other day. <laughs> in all caps. It was so bad. It was so bad. But regardless, if you're on Twitter, um, go follow Matt, Alex, and ebook, or just, I mean, book, and just kind of look at it. I, I kind of use a template, and then I just adjust things here and there, but it basically just makes a bot that kind of takes all their tweets, jumbles them up, and it just ends up being a lot of fun and... I, I know a few people that I've made them for that they just actually like them and they just it's a fun way to make people smile in the stupidest way and that's why that's kind of why I like making them. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's seriously the stupidest thing, but it's just it's so much fun and I want to learn how to like Twitter. do stuff. Yeah, it brings it brings up their million their monthly active users. <laughs> that's I'm just trying to help their stock out, man. Indeed. But, but yeah, it's just a weird fun thing that I that I've done, unfortunately. <laughs> Oh, man. Unfortunately. 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 All right. Um, so the stuff that we talked about today, uh, we will uh, toss into the show notes, which will be at brianhamilton.info slash garrulous slash 09, because this is only our ninth episode. And we started this in, what, November? <laughs> Something like that. Something I think like that. I, mm. I think we're further along than Bonanza, so maybe that, that worked. Mm, well. That's real. Uh, well, uh, I'm here at my keyboard. Might as well go to Bonanza. That's sexy. Not sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are at number. Where are they? They're at number nine. The latest... They're at number nine. Mm, we are, we have caught up to Bonanza officially. Amazing. We are so good at this podcasting. Thing. So good. It's just again, we apologize so much. It's scheduling, and for the past, I mean, for the whole month of April, it was because of finals, and then May it was like a new job schedule and new class schedule for certain things for the beginning of summer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of in between. I was traveling a lot, and then it was yeah, just. Yeah, you a were. Whole... You went to uh, where did you go? I went on a cruise to um, Catalina Island, and then Ensenada, and then I've been gone back and forth between Arizona a couple of times. Mm, and look I, at and this I, guy. And I was in LA for like a night. Mm, that's that's amazing. I uh, I traveled from. Let me think. I was in Boston, and then I stayed in Boston, <laughs> and then I went to campus, and then came back to my apartment. And took a nap. Took a nap. Uh, apologized on Twitter, like you do, and then stayed in Boston. And that's that was my travel schedule. I'm in New Jersey now, which is um, it's nice. I really like uh, coming home, visiting my family, and uh, hanging out around here, doing podcasts without having um, my roommates in the next room playing. I, I love my roommates, God bless them, but um, having like just Mad Men in the background, my podcast is not that professional podcasters. No, I'm lucky right now. My roommates for the summer, the new ones are quiet, but then I just had another one move in yesterday in a shared room, so he's literally in the same bedroom as me, um, for a second block of summer, 
and so he just moved in and he just left beforehand so and I awkwardly in my socially awkward way I'm like hey I do like a show thing with my friends like I didn't even say podcast and he's like oh a podcast I'm like yeah and I'm just like being, <laughs> I just like pull out the the blue yeti and just like plunk just like all innocuous and just like oh here's my big giant microphone <laughs> it's always just a funny thing because I I make things socially awkward when I shouldn't but it's just here's I'm just like I'm gonna be recording just be quiet please no <laughs> that's exactly how I am with literally everything making things awkward um the no, joy of shared living shared mm. <laughs> living uh no my roommates have been amazing with my podcast schedule there was one day where the wi-fi was going absolutely insane and so i said oh crap uh ethernet so i go into the main room and i ask them very nicely and they uh stopped watching Mad Men, went into their room and i was able to use the ethernet from the apple tv on my uh laptop and it, it was amazing like the show ended up going really well and i'm really glad that um my roommates were able to let me do that but right now my quote-unquote roommates are my family and they're making dinner downstairs mm. yeah that's nice too you totally interrupted was that like a Mad Men premiere or something or like the last episode of whatever Oh no, they they, they are you. a few seasons behind, so they're still binging on Netflix. Hmm. Uh, but no, I, I I don't like Mad Men that much. I talk about this on Twitter when I watched the first episode mm. or the first few episodes. I was like, eh. again, like out of the three TV shows I think you've mentioned on here, I don't think I've seen any of them. We mentioned Mad Men today. We mentioned um, Game of Thrones, and we mentioned uh true detective true detective what's true detective man you can you can jump right in like now there's only two episodes all all i've seen is the two the true detective season two jokes for years on twitter and i have never (laughs) idea what the hell is going on i'm like why is there random pairs of people and saying it for true detective season two i've never gotten that and at this point i'm too afraid to ask Uh, okay so you've asked i'm gonna tell you uh one (laughs) last thing before we go um so True Detective Season 1 stars Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson as two detectives trying to solve this case. And it sounds fairly textbook, but what True Detective does so well is it takes that trope and makes it amazing. Like, the acting was perfect. Um, The arc... There's no big plot twist in the first season, but there's massive shifts in tone and time period and amazing things that happen that just you don't expect so it feels like a twist you get that rug pulled out from underneath you feel but it's not a plot twist so Mm -hmm. that's what true detective is it was only eight episodes it was one of the greatest things that aired on tv last year so everyone has been waiting for true detective season two and they were gonna because it's it's an anthology series it's like american horror story where everything Mm -hmm. every season is completely different completely siloed from everything else so um Everyone was waiting in anticipation for who True Detective Season 2 would be. So my favorite punchline on Twitter for a while was hashtag True Detective Season 2 with uh, just two two people and uh, imagining them fighting crime and uh, solving mysteries. Yeah, I kind of figured that a little bit, but I'm just like, is there really a TV show where they just don't even know the actors that are coming up or something? But isn't it, is it a British show? No, it's HBO. It's, it's Okay, uh, it's, close enough. It's made by... Um, uh, Nick Pizzolato and Koji. Oh God, I I can't even pronounce his last name. But um, <laughs> that's no, a long it, last name. Yeah, it's a long last name. It's uh two guys. They are American or at least based in America. Uh, they mm-hmm. um yeah. Nick Pizzolato wrote the show entirely, and uh Koji directed the entire uh season last year. And this year they're divvying up the directorial duties, but it's all still Pizzolato. Um. Yeah, it's relatively, like, I don't know what else he's done. I think this is his first big thing or only thing ever, but we'll see. No, it's it's an amazing show. Just jump in with season two, listen to my Game of Thrones, or my, uh, Game of Thrones. still listen to the Game of Thrones podcast and watch True Detective. <laughs> Never watched Game of Thrones either. I'll just yeah. watch, watch True Detective. I don't, 
where's、uh, dragons? What? Yeah. Something. <laughs> Something. I don't know. Khaleesi, FBI. <laughs> oh god. They had that back then. Yeah. No.、Uh, <laughs> apparently.、Uh, well, okay. Game of Thrones has some weird stuff too, but、mm, you don't watch it. What? You don't watch Game of Thrones? I haven't. I don't.、Mm. I don't have an HBO subscription. Or,、uh, well, yeah. You'll get it. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually.、Uh, Eventually. Anything else before we go for this、uh, most recent episode?、Mm. Nothing really.、Mm. Yep. I'm kind of scared because I have 500 calories left to burn today. Go do that.、Watch. I'm gonna go eat dinner and pack on the. Just send me those 500 calories through Square Cash, <laughs> and I'll take them off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay.